0: We now return you to
1: regular programming. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am your host, Nate. You can find me on Twitter at NateRick530 and all socials at NateRick530. And you can find this podcast on all socials at naterick at Talk Court Pod, that would be YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, as well too. Today, I'm joined by a good friend. We just went Halloween trick or treating last night. Tony, 58 West King Podcast, how you doing?
0: Doing good. Uh, is this hat going to be a problem?
1: It is not a problem in my house. That's the what tree, I'm about. the tree is not up yet, but it is prepped and ready to go tomorrow. So we yep. are recording this on November 1st, and that means it's Christmas time. So.
0: Halloween's behind us. Yeah, It's Christmas season. People who limit it to like two or three weeks in December, that's not for us. That's not us. Uh, yeah. As soon as we get time to put up the Christmas decorations, they're going up, so probably
1: this weekend. We love Jesus around this podcast. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right, so we'll go over the standard topics of this show. we got Top of Mind Manager on Manager, News and Notes. We'll do a draft, rants and raves before we leave you off with the banger of the week. Tony, Top of Mind coming in to this week, out of last week, what
0: what you got? Mm. House of Dragons. Did you did you watch the finale? I did watch the finale. That's uh, that's on the top of my mind. I enjoyed it. Um, trying not to compare it to Game of Thrones because that's like night and day, right? First five or six seasons, unbelievable. Everybody loved it. Last few seasons, kind of fell off. Everybody knows that. But uh, I think this show, it's uh, it's it's got a, gotten off to a great start. I I really liked it.
1: Did you like that last episode, though? I felt like it was kind of corny when, they, when they're when they flying dragons right through all the clouds and it's like, oh, we're going to get this because Dance of the Dragons is next, right? So I don't know if you've read the book or anything like that or listened to it, but, you know, we're going to get Dragon Warfare. I mean, we already know the end of the story, right? Like, we saw Game of Thrones. You know the end of this. There you go. I got the black covered one this is this, no good. this
0: thing's awesome this has like a bunch of pictures and like a bunch of stories they're really easy to get through it's all short so nice if your, if your attention spans as short as mine is like you'd really enjoy this nice yeah
1: but i just didn't like it was like oh we're gonna get all this stuff in the clouds into the darkness right like they still haven't figured out how to do cgi well enough to be able to give us a dragon fight that's not in clouds or darkness and then i just felt like you know the trevor lawrence with an eye patch on his dragon sounded kind of corny as he's going through the sky, like, ha ha ha, where are you going? And I was like, what is this, a 90s, bro? Like, come on. But, uh, well,
0: I mean, Game of Thrones, for the most part, what do you have? Three dragons? Yep. So they, they had a lot more money to spend on CGI. They didn't have to pay as many dragons house of dragons. I think they have like, what is it? 17 dragons in total. Yeah. That's a lot of dragons on the, uh, on the payroll. So yeah,
1: there's like three dragons per like level of incest, but like, it's crazy. So, Oh dude,
0: this, this show is just checking all the boxes for all the Southern States. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I did like it. Uh, the last, uh, the way it ended the last episode, um, mm-hmm. I guess, spoiler alert, um, I talked to you about this, but the series kind of talked to Reyna earlier, like episode two or three, early in the season, about how the Targaryens controlling dragons is just kind of like an illusion, right? Yeah. And then it came back, right? In episode 10, the, the season finale. Um, both kids are just kind of flying. You kind of hear, um, uh, what's his name? Luceris, talked to Arax uh, before he hops on, like, listen to me or obey me. I forget exactly what he said. And then both dragons, they're just kind of doing their own thing. And I think that's yeah. kind of what we're going to see in, uh, in the next
1: season. It's so good, man. I really like it. For me, top of mind coming into this week is it is officially Christmas season. And we'll do a couple little Thanksgiving stuff here, you know, probably in the next week or so get it out there um but i'm not really like a big thanksgiving fan uh it is what it is i'm not into the me personally i'm not into the food i feel like most of the food's kind of blandish or whatever right but it is what it is so um excited though we're all gonna hang out um buddy matt invited us over whatever like that as in the families that's kind of cool and apparently we don't have to cook anything tony because (laughs) he said hey i'm gonna do this and my he said he said this. Oh, don't worry about peanut allergy stuff because I'm gonna smoke the turkey. And Coda's gonna cook and it's like 15 things, right? Or whatever it was. It was every other thing this Thanksgiving Everything. related. Everything. And so I'm like, oh, I didn't want to text back, or whatever, but I thought it was comical. Matt's like gonna take a turkey and put it in a device and let it sit for like a day mm-hmm. while Coda's gonna be in the kitchen cooking 15 different things. <laughs> in one morning and and we're probably just going to watch football so yeah
0: and nate uh, and i we're just going to bring solo cups and plastic cutlery
1: yeah 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 (laughs) we're just going to bring bottles of wine and drink it like straight from the bottle we'll bring the cups and not use them so there you go them with a bunch of extra stuff you know thank you for cooking and here's silverware for the next month so (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's move on to manager on manager. This is a segment where we get to know each other a little bit better and no better way to know each other better than who we would fuck, marry, or kill. So kind of the theme of this episode, as you'll see as we go along, but fuck, marry, kill. Christian McCaffrey, Mike Allstott, Al Bundy, three great running backs. <laughs>
0: uh, allegedly.
1: Um,
0: killing Whoa! CMC, killing C. High School, four touchdowns, What game. <laughs> fictional? A fictional running back, I guess? i I'm, I'm killing CMC. Uh, I'm a Rams fan. I can't have... He's like the total package. He ran for a touchdown against the Rams last week. He threw for a touchdown. And he caught a damn touchdown. He pulled mm-hmm. the trifecta. What... When was the last time that was done? It was like early 2000s or something? It
1: was 2005, Ladani and Tomlinson. Yeah.
0: It's been a while. It's crazy. Um, they whooped the Rams' ass. So, gonna go ahead and get him out of here. Um, Al Bundy. Uh, I think we've all watched Mary with Children pretty mm-hmm. solid husband. He carries a steady job. He's always there for the kids. You know, he's always in the home. He's available. He's around uh, pretty quality salesman, right? He's been working mm-hmm. that shoe salesman job for a minute. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and marry him. And then I'm going right up the middle with Mike Allstott. Oh God. Yep. Just one time though. One time and then we're done. So he's gonna obliterate
1: you. <laughs> he's gonna nope. obliterate you. You think that Mike Allstott's a bottom? Hell no. <laughs>
0: take my chances how old how old is he now he's in like his 50s
1: it doesn't matter how old he is the dude's probably still massive he could probably still play in the league so all right i am going to i think i'm gonna fuck christian mccaffrey just because he's like the cutest out of all of them right he's a young strapping lad looks like he went to you know uh, he obviously went to a private school up here in colorado uh dollar christian as well too uh i believe he went to valor christian or he went to another school one of the christian schools up there whatever but um yeah i'm gonna fuck him i'm going to marry mike allstott solely for the protection right i need i need someone to be my big spoon i like being a little spoon sometimes you know like hey you get tired of carrying the weight of the world on your back as a dude you need someone to cuddle you a little bit right make you feel all right and feel safe like if we go out to a bar i like to talk smack a lot especially if i got alcohol in my blood so i need somebody who i can talk smack and they're going to be able to handle it al bundy i'll kill off um no real reason the guy's got a lot of good quality traits you know you said he's a good salesman he understands women's shoes right really well um i'm pretty sure he would not be selling uggs left and right but he would heavens no yeah he would he would definitely be selling good good quality shoes for women to walk in um he's always got great nudie magazines around you know biggins he would be a fun person to go to the titty bar with he's always there um but he just gets left out in the dark compared to cmc and mike Allstott too so and maybe it's an income thing you know if i if i get pregnant by christian mccaffrey then i'm getting a buttload of child support and mike Allstott's going to be able to support me as well because i'm pretty sure he's got a good 401k so you know i don't know if uh the shoe store's got a good 401k or not but i'm not willing to chance it
0: it's a different time right i mean back then i think companies would almost always pay some type of retirement. Now you got to mm-hmm. you got to fund your own retirement, right? Yeah. And every five to ten years, the market crashes and you're pretty much starting over. So,
1: Al Bundy's on a pension plan, but yeah. they they get rid of him right. Before, you know that 19th year, they just fire him so they don't have to pay That's out true. the pension. So. That's true. He's
0: a, he was at like the tail end. His dad has a pension for sure, but he was at the tail end of it. Definitely, uh, they
1: shit-canned him at year yep. 19.
0: Agreed. Definitely. All right,
1: let's move on to. Oh no, you got one for me.
0: I do. What are your thoughts on uh, foreign substances in the ma- in Major League Baseball for pitchers?
1: For pitchers, uh, pine tar. You
0: need it for the bats. I don't want to see bats flying out into the crowd. So I'm yeah. talking about pitchers exclusively.
1: Um, I don't think that. So uh, this is weird. If everybody could do it, everybody would do it, right? But it would kill baseball because the casual fan doesn't like low-scoring games. They want to see bombs. They want to see scoring, right? They want to see running around the bases. Even though everybody complains that baseball is way too long. And the more runs you score in baseball, the longer it takes. Mm -hmm. So it makes absolutely no sense. But if everybody were able to use it, then I'd say, go ahead. I do like pitching duels. Um, You know, they're allowed to there's substances out there that let you get a bit better grip on the ball, which if you have a better grip, tighter grip on the ball, then you get a faster spin rate, which Mm -hmm. means that your ball moves left to right, you know, at a drastically better speed or at a better angle, I guess you could say breaking balls break more. Um, and they could break a lot later as well too. So, um, but the fact that not everybody can use it and it's banned, um, I like to see runs. I like to see people on base, So I would say a no-go for me on foreign substances, especially from teams that wear wires underneath their shirts but can't do it in the rain. That's why Major League Baseball cancels a game when there's a little bit of rain so that Jose Altuve can wear his, you know, electronic buzzer device. And uh, especially those teams that utilize trash receptacles as queuing and tipping for batters on which pitches yep, are coming aluminum, aluminum trash yeah. cans yeah maybe it's like f1 right like hey red bull cheated like crazy this year they all get right. fined heavily okay you nick you know the next couple of years you can't use the foreign substances you got to go without so maybe that's how it should be dealt with what do you think
0: uh i think if it's banned you gotta at least acknowledge all the videos on twitter i think you shared a couple i shared a couple i've seen mm-hmm. dozens uh, I forget the pitcher who who uh, changed his glove out. He was, like, wiping his his hand, like, all over his jersey before he got inspected, mm-hmm. uh going into the dugout. So I think if you're going to see, like, be presented with evidence like that, like, do something about it, right? You can't just sit there and say, nope, no problem with this. No problem get... at all
1: they did stuff about it all at the beginning of the season right mm-hmm. And they, they made a big point out of it and all this kind of stuff and then it's just like oh the world series nope we can't have this type of scandal yeah. on the biggest stage of our sport that no one's watching because houston and philly are shit markets so i saw not the ratings the were like the
0: the highest in three years for game one
1: mm-hmm. um, i don't know That seems like uh, people in sports bars that have them on, but nobody's at the sports bars watching it, right? You got seven, eight TVs. Every Buffalo Wild Wings has it on. Seven TVs, yeah. Do you see they put a Buffalo Wild Wings here next to Lowe's?
0: Oh, yeah, I've been wait. I thought they're going to be open for uh, the start of football, but so I don't watch like the
1: news or follow like the local stuff or whatever. I was just driving by one day and I was like, Oh, they put the signs up. Oh, that's a B Dubs.
0: It's a good spot because for us, like on this end of town, we have to go down to Woodman in Academy, yep. so like 20 minutes north, or we have to go down to Tinseltown. Is like 15 20 minutes south yeah. so it's a good spot for us and like i think you've been to bubba's with us or have you been to bubba's yep yep that place yeah. is always packed like yeah if you go during like football or just dinner like you're waiting like yep. you're waiting to get in there right so i think it's a good spot and looking forward to it opening
1: yep shout out we're going to bubba's when b-dubs opens because that's going to be <laughs> empty be cleared out that whole area is getting a lot of stuff too i just saw across the street from the in-and-out burger they put up a Burger. i
0: can't wait to buy uh, a cheeseburger from Whataburger and just throw it straight in the trash can,
1: <laughs> and then walk right across the street and, and then go walk get across the street and burger. get something that's
0: cheaper, fresher, tastes better. The employees yeah. are happy; they're well paid. I can't yeah. stand
1: Whataburger. Yeah, it's terrible. Their number one ingredient is mustard. Everything on it has huh. mustard because oh. people from Texas are disgusting. They put loads of mustard on everything i can't
0: stand it like I'll, I'll tell people like oh i didn't like that sandwich or i didn't like that burger like oh you got to try this sandwich or this burger with with the chicken fingers and the honey and then you got to try the spicy cat no go to in and out it's just one thing and they do it really well it's super yeah. cheap it's fast food it's good you know exactly what you're getting there's yep. no way all that stuff on Whataburgers menu is fresh
1: the people who were who like Whataburger are the same people who change their clothing style every single year with the newest trend, yeah. Just to stay like everybody else. So no backbone. Uh, Zero. All right, let's move on to news and notes. We're going to go into a standings update here for this league, Taco Court Fantasy Football League, and then we'll hit on some NFL trade line news. And then as always, the Rams played this week, Tony. So we got Rams by the numbers to cl- close out this segment. Standings update. Uh, we got new leaders at the top of the board. The Pocket Dogs took a loss so they have two losses as well now, but in first place we got two out to handle, followed by Boner Jams 03 shout out out of the hospital. And Pocket Dogs sitting there at 6 and 2. And you know there's this one team here that's like sitting solo at 5 and 3. I mean, they're pretty good. They started off a little bit slow. Everybody's like, "Hey, what the hell's happening?" "Hey, this guy might be the bottom 3 of the league," someone said. You know, they even bet parlay a bit that I would be bottom three and the Bengals would make it to the division round. I'm going to sweep both of those things, get a bunch of food for the week. And that is me in the Vinegar Strokes. Sing solo in fourth place. At four and four, how the mighty have fallen. Milford Academy. Password is taco. I shave my bones for this. Murder Boners and Eskimo Brothers, the two auto drafters this year. Three and five, Tony. You're, you're climbing the boards. You're almost there in playoff contention. You might make the playoffs this year. You never know. At three and five
0: apocalypse this week, I'm losing.
1: Oh, never mind. I have a, dy- in my dynasty lead, the huge one. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough players to start this week. Like, I'm missing a wide receiver and a D lineman. It's terrible. Like, I, I don't even know if I could put together a lineup.
0: You got to take the L, right? You can't drop some of those guys.
1: Yeah, I don't want to drop yeah. some of them. So I might I, I might try to figure something out, but it's going to be rough to try to do so. But, yeah. Um, And one in seven, we got three penis wine. Shout out, Nick. He finally got a win, but went back to normal and losing again. And now we have the IR one in seven at the bottom. That's Chad. He finally cleaned up his roster. He doesn't have four IR slots. He gave me hell for that today. I just texted him, like, yo, yeah, you got to clean this up or whatever, like that, you know, by tonight, or I'm going to change it in the morning. Mm-hmm. And went on this whole tirade of how he should be able to because he's last place so this shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> ch- and then finally he got to the point of, Okay, I'll do it. I'm like, God damn it. He's like, I'm on the other side of the world and like you're texting me, dude, and you change your team name every oh. single week. So yeah. he's giving me shit, but you his think? Inter- his internet
0: from? his internet was good enough to put all those guys in IR. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who do you think's is getting the sack of this
0: year? I'm a strong contender. I can't keep my guys healthy. Jonathan Taylor, injured. He's got the high ankle sprain he's dealing with. Bateman, I think I just saw he's going to miss the next three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a bye coming up, so he's definitely not playing this week. Um, Jerry Judy, Russell Wilson, underachieving. The Broncos stink. Hackett stinks. Uh, who else have right. on that squad? I got so many teams. Like I'm trying to think. I know those guys for sure. Uh, Keenan Allen, he's only played like one full game for my squad, and it, it wasn't at 100%. Um, Tony Pollard, he had a monster game, but for the most part, like the Cowboys are, did you hear what Jerry Jones said after Tony Pollard's, uh, week eight performance? I did not. He's like, yeah, Zeke's
1: still our guy. Oh, of course. Zeke, Zeke makes the money. Yeah. Tony Pollard, hundred
0: yards on like, I don't know, 10, 12 touches, three touchdowns. It's still so stupid.
1: I wonder Um, how he would hold up though for like a whole season, right? Like it's, it's nice to get those spurts. Yeah. And stuff like that. So
0: He's just so much more explosive. Like, you just see him run with the ball or catch the ball. Like, he legit can can break off a 50 yard touchdown.
1: Right. He's just not as good of a pass blocker as he, though. So, yeah, pass blocking
0: and then between the tackles. So, it makes sense. It's just maybe. Get those guys closer to 50 50 versus like Zeke 60 70 to Tony Pollard's 30 40. That's, I think that's yeah. what most people are just asking for. But uh, yeah, my team's underperforming. I, I miss just about everywhere. So uh, yeah. I'm a leading candidate. Nick's, Nick's up there. I think the auto drafters are probably up there as well. Um, auto drafting for your league, like I'm glad you're going to ban it. Have you spoken to that yet? Did you tell me nope. what you're
1: doing? So- Breaking news. Breaking. Breaking news. <laughs>
0: Go ahead. So, like, to start the season, yeah, ESPN drafted your team for you, right? It Mm -hmm. constructed it in a very efficient way. So, of course, you're going to get some wins right away. But I think um, those guys are going to pick up some L's through the bye weeks. Mm -hmm. They don't have depth. I think Josh is still rostering, like, three or four quarterbacks. Yeah. Multiple tight ends. Same with uh, Octavio. So...
1: You think that Josh heard the episode where we talked about it's important to have a quarterback, so he decided to keep all of them, <laughs> yeah, even though over- they're all like the quarterback 20 through 26 on his roster?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he overcompensated there for sure. Yeah. So what are you doing? What What's the thought with uh, the auto-drafters?
1: I right, We're going to make a rule, and basically it'll be that if you auto-draft, it's your last year, right? Unless there's like some like outlandish circumstance – a day of or you know prior to or something like that where you can't make it but if you're if you're planning on auto drafting like just don't show up we'll find somebody else who will be involved in it if you do auto draft and there's no like legit like i don't know i fucking lost my toe but and that hospital didn't have good internet and or i was in search, you know something crazy that happens or something like that um then it's going to be your last year. So that'll be like how we treat like the SACO too, right? If you don't do your punishment, then you're out. So, yeah. Um, I think the one of the good things too about fantasy football is that everybody drafts together. That's like the best part about fantasy football, that and the shit talk, right? The draft is something that's fun. You get to see what people's thoughts are on, on people and teams and players and stuff like that. And... um And it changes the way that everybody else drafts, right? You always have one or two people who do something completely off the wall different. And it changes where the draft goes. And that's what makes it really fun. So, and I think that's why everybody loves draft season, right? You get all these, I got the burps, man, again. Uh, But you get all these, you know, mock drafts and leading up, you know, a month and a half, two months out or something like that. And all you see all over Twitter is, I can't believe this person took so-and-so up here or they took them here right oh they dropped the bag because they didn't take cmc or saquon barkley in the middle of the second you know like those talks are fun and you want to have that within your league and you want to have what's your own thought process to beat your buddies right like i want to say that i'm the smarter person in the room than everybody else and you guys have to suck it for another year and that that's the whole point of doing this thing right it's not about I don't think he care less about, you know, who scores what and this, is this, this. It's like, no, I want to be better at my friends than understanding the NFL and what's mm-hmm. going to happen. So I'd like to see everybody draft. So it's like, do you know or what do you know? Right. Not what some consensus ranking says or yeah. what Michael Clay or anybody says. Right. So
0: I like it. Yep. You need to so do that. That's I think that's COA one COA two. Let the league draft for the person who's not there to draft.
1: Yeah. So if they're not there then we will I'll figure something out, right? Like I'll re I guess I could kick the person out, assign one of like say like the the league's email address to that account, right? Or that slot, that team so that when it comes up it's like all right, who do they pick, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and maybe it's putting together a regular team, but I don't know. There's going to be collusion oh, no. there or something like that. So, I'm,
0: I'm drafting Tebow or something like that for this. Yeah, team. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll put them at the bottom so they end up getting Sacco, right? You gotta, you gotta try to win with waiver wire. That would be pretty cool. So, yep. All right, let's move on to some NFL news and notes. We got the NFL trade line today. It is November the first, Tuesday, and I believe it was. 4 o'clock Eastern Time, I was watching live Pat McAfee show. Oh, I had it in my ear while I was at work, you know, covering all the trade deadline stuff. So we're going to hit on five of the bigger trades that happened today. And we'll start with number one, the Colts trade Naheem Hines to the Bills for Zach Moss and a conditional six-round pick. How do you feel about Naheem Hines going? Like, what do you think fantasy-wise for him or for the Colts? What are you looking at for this?
0: I think it kind of uh, I mean, if the James Cook draft pick didn't signal to us what they wanted to do after they tried to sign J.D. McKissick like this tells you they want to pass the ball to the running back. So getting that Naheem Hines in there like you got single Terry Hines I think Moss went to the to the Colts. You also have James yep. Cook right rookie running back had some fumbles but uh, I like it as a football move but for fantasy I had to get lowers all those guys is, uh, it lowers their floors and their ceilings and then probably makes James Cook for redraft Unusable uh, for the rest of the season Barring yeah. like an injury
1: Yeah, it's Who's the dude who played for the Colts like two weeks ago When Naheem Hines and um, Deion Jackson Deion Jackson, right? Deion Jackson's a guy and a name that I'm interested in Because now he's going to get all of that Naheem Hines work, right? And then if Jonathan oh. he, He's almost like the best handcuff now In all of, you know, fantasy football from the running back position Other than maybe What? The guy behind CMC, right? tevin or uh, what's his name elijah mitchell coming yeah. back from ir after the bye um so yeah. i'm i'm interested in having that guy on a team somewhere um, you feel
0: better about having uh jackson as the handcuff versus having naheem hines right because he yeah. was only going to get the passing down work right when uh jackson filled and i think it was like two or three weeks ago yeah. when uh jonathan taylor was out naheem hines was also out this dude caught like 10 passes or something like that he did he
1: didn't, everything he, dude. he didn't
0: do a lot on the ground they were kind of uh stuff that it was like 10 or 15 carries for like 50 yards. Nothing spectacular, but mm. I think he scored like over 20 points for me in Taco Court because of all those passes. So it's yeah. definitely something in his uh his bag of tricks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested for that guy. And then I mean, what the Bills, the rich just get richer. Like Naheem Hines plays special teams as well, too. He's yeah. super gadgety across the field and going over the middle and stuff like that. So it's gonna create a bunch of mismatches. Um, this is definitely a Response to the Niners getting Christian McCaffrey because everybody kind of saw, like, oh shit, the Niners have 11 players that are out right now, and like seven of them are Pro Bowlers, and they are just dominating right now. So they dominated the defending Super Bowl champions. But apparently now they're going to downplay the fact that they won a Super Bowl. Oh, it's a distance and shut up.
0: You are know. you done? you done? You can't, we have the ring. You can't change it. We have the banner. <laughs> it's not going anywhere,
1: it's- Nate. The, uh, that's almost as bad as when the Baltimore Ravens won it um, oh my god yeah so trade deal for a year. Falcons trade Calvin Ridley suspended uh indefinitely Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars for a fifth round pick and a conditional fourth Are your thoughts on this trade
0: so I, I could be wrong but last time I checked sports gambling was not legal in Florida so this move makes sense for Calvin mm-hmm. Ridley and uh the
1: NFL Jacksonville's really close to a border though so we got to check like Georgia, the Carolinas and all that kind of stuff too. So. That's fair. But who's going to bet on the Jags games though, right? Like It's a mean, smart right move,
0: It's a smart move though for uh, Jacksonville for next year. Um yeah. Kurt? Uh, so I mean Trevor Lawrence supposed to be this generational talent right like best thing out of college football since Andrew Luck hasn't looked great with Urban Meyer right Urban Meyer was a tank job hasn't looked he has looked bad with Doug Peterson but all he has really is Christian Kirk so, I think getting him Calvin Ridley next year gives him like a real, a true number one. And then Kirk's a solid number two. We saw what Kirk could do in Arizona as the number two right behind Hopkins. So, I like this
1: for next season. Put some respect on my man, Evan Ingram, who just balled out this last week and St. Jones.
0: Caught a touchdown, man.
1: right? A touchdown, man. I was like, I was so jacked up for it. And then I think in one league I had him on the bench or something like that. It was one of the, my, I think it was that Dynasty, Champions Dynasty. I had him on the bench because i'm playing kyle pitts right so it's kind of rough to have both of those guys there i wish i probably should just trade one of them but it's probably gonna have to be ingram but no one's gonna want him because no one thinks he's good as much as i do so anyways yeah it's it's really interesting for you know trevor lawrence in the second year under doug peterson as well um learning the offense they came out kind of hot and then they went back to being the jaguars Mm -hmm. so you know you get a a guy how is shape Is he gonna come back you know wanting to play for a team like this or whatever i don't think you you know i don't know if you want to play for atlanta either they kind of stink too so but at least he's got a quarterback to grow with i guess you would say so
0: yeah he's got a couple years of run left too so i think he'll be good
1: yeah niners traded jeff wilson jr to the dolphins for a fifth round pick i think everybody kind of saw what this one coming right your thoughts on this
0: That's good for the San Francisco backfield. I'm not going to say it creates some clarity, but it does create some clarity behind CMC, right? Like now it's Elijah Mitchell, maybe TDP, Mm -hmm. and then Mason somewhere. He's back there too. But uh, for Miami, Mostert's not going to play 17 games. Isn't he like 29 or 30 years old? He's up there. He's up there in age. He's had some injuries. Um, So if he does manage 17 games, it's going to be on a snap limit. And I think that's going to, that's going to be where Jeff Wilson Jr. comes in. Um, in fantasy, he should be rostered. Uh, he's good. And then there's also some familiarity there, right, with McDaniel coming from San Francisco. So I like him a lot better than I like Chase Edmonds in that background. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I wish the Niners would I don't know why the Niners kept the four running backs, though. Like, get rid of those guys. Yeah. Uh, get rid of TDP or get rid of Mason, right? Mason's dope, too. Or just get rid of Elijah Mitchell, which I don't know if you could do when he's hurt or whatever like that, right? You got guys who could fall out. Behind it. I think I thought they would have got rid of somebody else as well, but maybe that's a move for you know the offseason, trying to get a couple more little draft picks here or there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or the next year being able to show them off and then trade them before the season starts or something like that. So, yeah. Steelers trade Chase Claypool to the Chicago Bears for a second round pick. He goes back to the Chicago area about an hour south of South Bend, Indiana, where he was dubbed. I don't even know what he was dubbed, right? Like, what? what do they call him? Something Tron. Basically, like I forget what they called him, but isn't it like
0: Davytron, I think?
1: Yeah, something like that, right? But he jumps really high and catches the ball down at his feet. So your thoughts on this from a Bears and a Steelers point?
0: Uh they also called they also called him a top three wide receiver, or was that him? He I think he called himself that. That's right. I mean, um, there's
1: only there's two position players who threw touchdown passes this last week, and one was Chase Claypool. That's true. So.
0: That is true for uh for this trade though for chicago i don't think he's gonna be more than like a wide receiver three in fantasy right if he does like jump into the wide receiver one role for the bears so top 36 i think that's kind of his ceiling um mm-hmm. i think this does help darnell mooney maybe having like another competent wide receiver on the field who's not velas jones who's like a 29 year old rookie yeah who yeah. else do they have they have like uh ah oh, damn it i forget who they have on that team but it's just like a bunch of scrubs oh Nikhil harry from the
1: patriots Nikhil. i forgot they traded him whoa <laughs> what <laughs> whoa the slander on Nikhil harry it's only because i had him in dynasty he was a first so, round
0: pick wasn't he once upon a yeah, time yeah yeah but no, i think no, that'll so. help uh darnell Mumi. i think he's like the biggest beneficiary so he doesn't get all the coverage since he's like the only guy in town who can catch a pass and run her out
1: you No, know, you got two two notre dame athletes that played together on the same on the same team right like oh my gosh how could i forget about cole commit yeah command right they're gonna know hey this guy's coming under i go over this is how i run little picks you know whatever like that they're great blockers um, yeah i don't know what it does i don't i don't know if the why the bears spent a second round pick on him um, we've seen some progression out of justin fields as of late right he's probably he's turning out to be uh, the best quarterback out of that class, out of the second year quarterback class right now, right? Where you're seeing Agreed. true progression out of, out of him coming through the year. He's, he's running better. He's making better decisions with the ball. He still can't look past like a first read or like the beginning of a second read, but you know, maybe having some faith in some of the people that you throw into gives them a little bit more of that because it's, it, yeah I mean, your number one receiver is Darnell Mooney. That's got to be terrible. So that dude probably doesn't play on half the teams in the NFL. So
0: I uh, do, it's like night and day with him. The first few weeks, it was like one read, sack now yep. it's like one and a half read take off and run for 10 yards yeah. yeah he's balling out a, man i think he's been a qb1 like top 12 uh, the last three weeks so i want to say he's Solid.
1: like qb4 over the last like four four weeks or something three i wouldn't weeks. be surprised yeah he's way up there so he gets all those goal line rushes too so it'd be cool to see that they do some more stuff down around the goal line because apparently they can't punch it in at the goal line or within the red zone right doing some of that jet sweep stuff they can move around Mooney, claypool and they have him in Dave Montgomery so they got four people who can Tote the rock and then Cole Komet as well so Speaking of tight ends Lions traded TJ Hawkinson To the Vikings for a fourth round pick And another conditional fourth round pick Holy shit this was probably Like the biggest trade out of the whole day Where we're like what the hell is happening In division For a draft pick and a fourth rounder For one of the better tight ends in the league Your thoughts
0: Nice little segue there, moving from Cole Komet to T.J. Hawkinson. I like. You're that.
1: welcome. It's
0: <laughs> podcasting professional over there. Uh, I think it's a solid move for Hawkinson and Minnesota. I just saw Irv Smith; he's done for six to eight weeks with that high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. So the Vikings are seven and one. I want to say, mm-hmm. right? They had they had a buy or six and one, leading the division by like two or three games. The Packers stink. So uh, I think this this is a good move. It sucks for the Lions, but I think they got a second round
1: pick. Right? Is that what you said? It was a fourth, returned. a fourth for next year, and a conditional for twenty-four, a fourth, oh. two fourth rounders.
0: I think Hawkinson was a first round pick.
1: Yeah, for uh, One. for
0: Detroit, so great deal for Minnesota.
1: Yeah, he went to the second university to produce good tight ends in Iowa, I believe. So, yeah. did he go to Iowa? I don't Is even know. Iowa I, th- I, I want to know.
0: Very inconsistent usage in Detroit. So, like, at worst, you're going to get inconsistent usage. Uh, in Minnesota, at best, you're going to get a dude who gets like seven or eight targets yes. right? every other week or something like that. So I, I like the move. Better offense, better quarterback. So I'll take it.
1: talked to you about this a little bit yesterday, but uh, if you look at the ESPN waiver wire, top three receivers to add this week with projected scores, right? The number third, this little guy named Khalif oh, okay. Raymond. Khalif Raymond, shout out Khalif Raymond. We're pretty much gonna be family because uh my buddy who is a co-worker of mine works about three and a half feet on the other side of Nick from me, so about six and a half feet, which means about four length four Nick lengths. I was gonna say that's away. four nicks. Yeah, four nicks away from me. Uh his cousin is marrying Khalif Raymond this next summer. And you can actually watch the proposal on YouTube because we've been like Filipino aunties. At work, looking up everything we want to know about this guy because he's really kind of like not out there. But if you look up uh Khalif Raymond under the helmet on YouTube, you can see the whole proposal and everything that they did, or whatever. Um, so we're pretty much sure that we're all family now because we're family with our buddy that we work with. And um, I'm Rich Tony, Sorry. can we get him to do some intros for our shows? Hey, I might be able to, right?
0: I, I just looked him up on Cameo, he's not on there, so he's not on there.
1: Yeah, uh, the uh, back door. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll have to talk to Mike Allstott, you know. Maybe you could talk to Mike Allstott about his backdoor game, see what he, what he can do for us. But yeah, workers like, hey, like, you know, if I get a wedding invite, I think fil- they're Filipino, so like cousins are a big thing in Filipino families, mm-hmm. so he should get an invite to the wedding or whatever, like that. But, um, definitely, like, yeah, man, let me get us. Can I get a jersey? Like, can you talk to her? Be like, hey, my. Because he asked me at work, hey, do you know who Khalif Raymond is? Because I don't know anything about sports. And I was like, yeah, this dude was a fantasy superstar from like week 13 to 16 last week and won people championships. I mean, he put up like 500 yards in like three and a half, four weeks or whatever. Like that, he's small, but he's really gadgety and fast and all this kind of stuff. Got good hands. I was like, he he, he bumped up the stock for my boy Jared Goff, right? And all this kind of stuff. I'm talking about him. This is this, this from a sports angle. And he was like is he an asshole and i was like <laughs> i was like i don't know and he's like well he's marrying my fucking cousin so i need to know yeah. he's like and apparently he plays football or something i was like Yeah, he plays for the damn detroit lions man like oh is he good the, we the, the vetting
0: the vetting process begins at how many points per game does he average in full exactly. ppr from weeks 13 to 17 he's good
1: yeah Let him <laughs> like marry what, your cousin. what can he do during the playoffs man like yo let me get some of that Jared Goff swag like let me get a towel or something like that you know that nice. Jared Goff we used like maybe a socks I don't know like I got it in dude like come on man so that's awesome Yep. You know and uh, we'll move on from the white tight end uh, to Rams by the numbers so this is a segment we've been doing pretty much uh, every week since two weeks ago um, and that means we've done it once because the Rams have played once since then but something I've been tracking is uh, the amount of targets and opportunities for black players versus white players for the Los Angeles Rams and how it leads to their success. So this last week, the Rams played the Niners. We all know how that went. I mean, it was terrible. I picked wrong on your show, Tony, the 50th West King podcast this last week. But maybe that was on purpose. Anyways, Rams rushed 21 times, 15 to black players, 6 to white. You're like, hey, you know, basically three to one almost right like hey we're we're doing good here in the passing game you had uh 13 passes and targets to black players 19 to white players not looking good there but overall out of 53 opportunities 28 went to black players for the rams 25 went to white players although the niners so we'll we'll compare it to what the niners did right the niners rushed four with black players 19 with white guys passed it 10 times the black players 16 to white guys their total for nearly the same amount of snaps was 14 to black 35 to white they went almost you know what two to one sit there two point something mm-hmm. to one do the rams just need a bigger opportunity share not close to 50 50 with black and white to be able to win a game or is this just showing us that the niners are just way better at being white than the rams are at being white
0: I think this was a very diverse week for the Rams, you know, given their uh, 2022 20, total so far, but I, I'm still waiting. Like I, is, we're at 0%, right? For Italians Rams yes. backfield. Yeah. So yep. I'm still waiting for an Italian, you know, throw, carry, reception, punt, or t- anything. Like mm-hmm. can the Italians get on the board? I
1: I don't think they will. No, the, the Rams hate Italians. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Rams the, are.
0: You started the white thing. Start the Italian thing. I'll, the Rams I'll
1: are against racist it. against Italians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i don't know it's just a funny stat to keep track of or whatever like that but it's it's interesting to see like what they do with the ball going forward right like and some of that had to do with cooper cup getting injured in the game as well or i'm sure they would have a good you know 60 40 split to whites No,
0: they've got a replacement for cooper cup it's a notre dame legend (laughs) ben
1: skaronic so this dude actually went to northwestern graduated uh, four years at Northwestern, he had about like sixteen catches at Northwestern. He stunk at Northwestern. Transferred to Notre Dame, gets on the football team. I think he had like maybe twenty catches in the teens of catches, uh, you know, a couple hundred yards, eight touchdowns or some, seven touchdowns. He had like Dang. a a point in a a point in the season where it was like three, four games where he got a couple of touchdowns here and there, but Big he catches, stunk.
0: Important touchdowns though.
1: Yep, not a champion. So, anyways. Well, those two right. things
0: are those two things aren't synonymous though, Notre Dame and championships, so you can just
1: remove that from your vernacular. Yep. And I thought about becoming a Syracuse fan and then Notre Dame just beat the shit out of Syracuse this last week. So <laughs> uh, and somehow Syracuse is still ranked in the top twenty. They I think they fell from sixteen to twenty after getting smoked by an unranked Notre Dame and Notre Dame's not in the top twenty five. Yep. UCLA's twelve though, so That's they'll right. be able to they'll be able to go to the Independence Day Bowl. Sponsored got, by the company dude, I work for. You're welcome. So,
0: so we have Oregon and USC, I think, are in the top 10. UCLA, mm-hmm. 12. Mm-hmm. The Big Ten, they're getting some solid teams. <laughs> for, <laughs> basketball.
1: for basketball. For basketball. For basketball, yeah. For women's water polo as well. And, so. Yeah, exactly. They're going to dominate baseball. You know that? Like, Like the California teams are going to dominate baseball in the Big Ten because of weather. Like yeah. all the good baseball teams come from the coasts, right? You got the SEC mm-hmm. where you got weather, you know, there's not a weather problem all year round or whatever like that. And like Fullerton up to, you know, whatever, Malibu, mm-hmm. you know, Pepperdine and all that kind of stuff too. Pretty much owns the college oh, baseball. You, you can play
0: year round and yeah, Texas, Florida, California,
1: and some of those Southern states for sure. Yep. All right, let's move on to our draft. So. You know, it's, it's part of November, right? One of the best things about moving from Halloween to Christmas season is that snow's about to come, right? The Rocky Mountains, you look up at Pike's Peak. I'm looking out it at this window right now. It's really dark, I can't see it, but I'm looking that direction. There's snow-capped mountains right now, right? Mm-hmm. And what's the color of snow? White. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. So yep. we're doing everything white today. So our draft this week is going to be our top five white NFL players that are not quarterbacks. These are our top five. They don't have to be the best five white players of all time, but they're our top five. Tony, I assume you want the turn, but you know what? Go ahead. I don't mind. I'd like the turn, please. I'll give you the turn. No
0: no chance you're taking any of my players.
1: I'll give you the turn because I've won two bets against you in the last couple weeks, and I'm going to win another bet. Oh, yeah. Last week's bet, you did. So, one... I won the bet about uh, the intro to the podcast, so if you guys want to go listen to the last 58 West King episode, you can go check that out real quick, listen to my intro, it's great, it's phenomenal, it's probably the most electric podcast intro of all podcast intros, but did that, and then last week I bet hey the Niners would win against the, the Rams, you weren't here for that, but I bet you anyways, and you know, you're no bitch, so you took the bet. Um, even without telling me to take the bet. So you do need to give
0: me any points. Like can I get a plus four or plus five
1: on that? I could have gave you plus seventy four. <laughs> you still would have lost. Jesus. Um yeah. So You said you uh,
0: sending me the picture, you got something in mind?
1: I am I just need to edit it. So okay. I'll I'll post it on the Taco Core pod Twitter, right? And I'll just tag hashtag new profile pick four at whatever, right? So then yeah. you gotta go. So I'm not going to send it to you. So you just upload it. No, you got to go to my profile. You got to save it to your phone or whatever device, and then upload it to your Twitter as your profile picture for a week. So just I'm not
0: tweeting at all for a week. No, nope. I'm going to
1: tag you. I'm going to tag you and my fantasy league, so they keep retweeting it oh, and people shit. see figure out who you are.
0: My those team. guys are good about retweeting stuff too. I like yeah. I like those guys a lot. Not a huge fan yeah. of their app, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. like yep. their social media department.
1: Yep. So I'm going to go with the. Um, My favorite of all time white NFL player that is not a quarterback because he gave us hope as high schoolers. He's from Sacramento. He went to Mount Shasta High School, went to Shasta College, community college before going to the trash university down in the Los Angeles area where they raised thugs. (laughs) And that is Jason Seahorn, cornerback. For the New York Giants played nine to ten years in the NFL he gave us hope that white kids could play defensive back at a high level and since he left the NFL there's only been one white defensive back and I believe he's active right now I forget how to say his name it's like A-P-K-E I think he's like played with the Eagles and the Giants or something like that but he made it to an NFL roster as a white defensive back the only guy in the league yep Jason Seahorn.
0: Jason Seahorn. I do remember him. Um, solid pick. Uh, so I got two picks here. My first round pick is going to be this guy. His name is Randy White. Hall of Famer. And I think <laughs> I understood the rules for this, right? Legendary <laughs> Cowboy. This dude made nine Pro Bowls. He was a seven-time first-team All-Pro. And he was Caucasian, if that's what you're giggling about. Uh, but Randy White, yeah, dude, dude's in the Hall of Fame. My second pick here is also a Hall of Famer. So I don't think we could have this draft, this this white NFL player draft, Mm -hmm. without discussing Reggie White, also a Hall of Famer, the Minister of Defense, uh, 198 career sacks, just a legendary Green Bay Packer defensive lineman, 13-time Pro Bowler Nate, eight-time first-team All-Pro, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, Reggie White. I got Randy. I got Reggie. Let's go. We (laughs) got All right. I think I understand the rules. Right?
1: <clears throat> yeah, just great right. whites. <laughs> God damn it! I got bamboozled. And <laughs> uh,
0: folks, the devil's uh, in the details. Yep,
1: yeah, the devil is in the details. You know, that Santa hat seems like a, a bit of contradictory karma coming your way. Jesus, Jesus is watching you. All right, so my number two, then, uh, he's the greatest white dude that probably ever played football. Uh, honestly and he's probably the greatest white dude to ever be on commercials acting like he has ptsd and traumatic brain injuries like half of the military folks that support it and he's great on party boats uh and that would be rob gronkowski so give me gronk because who doesn't like gronk even if he sucked at football i'm putting him on the list oh, he's right? fun. i'd have a deal with him he's a fun dude yeah. Uh and then I am going to go with let's go. Like we gotta give some love to all positions of the field, right? I got a tight end. This is non-traditional. I got a cornerback, right? As well. A long snapper? No. Mm, oh, I don't have a long snapper. I should Google best white long snappers of all time. I think the longest NFL contract outside of a quarterback right now. Is, like, a long snapper in the NFL, I think. I think I saw that somewhere.
0: You find a good one. You got to lock him up.
1: Yeah, he's, like, the longest tenured player outside of a quarterback or something like that, I believe it is. He's a long snapper in the league. Houston Texans, long snapper. Something about that. But uh, let's go. I'm going to go with um, the two-time Pro Bowler, one-time all-first team NFL, the legend himself, Pat McAfee um the guy was booming punts and said i don't like the bureaucracy of this shit i quit right he had the world ahead of him he was about to get the biggest punter contract of all time he was electric he could he, he has some of the best best hits in the nfl of all time too right like you just look up pat mcafee denver broncos boom He's laying out. I forget who it was. I don't think it was no Sean Moreno, but it was someone on a punt return, but laid out on the sidelines. It's electric. It's awesome. He's probably the best. He's the guy that we all want to be as podcast hosts, talking sports, right? Yeah. That's, we all, that's we the all goal. In. Yep. We just want to sit in the room with our boys and talk sports. Just however, we want to talk sports for three hours a day, live on YouTube. So Dude,
0: that, that thing you sent me the, the NFL licensing thing he's having yeah. issues with are uh, So good. The pictures. I love
1: it. <laughs> it it's awesome, man. It's, Check they, it they out double if, down you, if you don't know what today. we're talking about. Yep. All right, you got two. I don't have any
0: kickers on this list, but you I do up. have. I, I know. I do have a cornerback. Current player, actually, Tre'Davious White. current Bills corner two time pro bowler first team all pro uh, 16 career interceptions I didn't realize he had 16 in just five seasons and one of those obviously injured right but he returns from injury this weekend so a little kind of relevant there right Uh, if you play in an IDP league and he's available go get him
1: nah fuck that I don't want corners I want safeties that's fair more tackles more tackles yeah Uh,
0: second pick here um, well fourth pick the second of this round let's see I got a got a wide receiver. No. Yeah, we'll do the wide receiver. Sammy White, 1976 Offensive Rookie of the Year, two-time Pro Bowler, legendary Vikings receiver. This dude had 6,400 career receiving yards and 50 touchdowns. That's a huge number because the game was a little bit different back then than it is today.
1: So, Part of the forward
0: pass. Yeah, tr- Tredavious White, Sammy White. Write him
1: mm-hmm. down. Uh, God damn it. I fumbled this one, Tony. I fumbled it. All right. There's no better way to go uh, as... Uh, you just got to have the greatest white football player of all time. And what defines the greatest white football player? What defines the best football player, right? The guy who produces the most points on a football field. Am I right or am I right? Yeah. It's about great. scoring points, right? Yeah,
0: that's accurate.
1: Give me Adam Vinatieri, the greatest field goal kicker of all time because he scores and you know what we want to score too like beavis and butt so
0: I got a punter and a kicker yes yeah. nice kicker i like it
1: yeah yep 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 and then we're gonna go uh let's see so this is rough do i put a 49er on there i got two 49ers on my list right now but nope can't do that can't go with you know everybody's darling child of a white guy too because that's just boring It's like like liking Russell Wilson as a quarterback. Um, I think I'm going to go with a lineman, and that will be Joe Thomas. You feel bad for the guy because he stuck it out playing Mm -hmm. for the Browns most of his career, right? But the guy is like just one of the best offensive tackles. If you had Madden, that was the first guy you traded for, right? It was, was him or who's that dude who played for the Jets? badass um offensive lineman i forget his name but he was always one of the better ones to get but trade for that dude in madden if you got it so joe thomas my last one
0: consummate professional like Mm -hmm. i think you respect him more you feel bad for him for sticking down cleveland but i think you respect him more right Yep. for just being the anchor on that line for all those years yep last pick billy white shoes johnson Legendary Houston Oiler, three-time Pro Bowler, 1977 first-team All-Pro. This dude was also one of the first NFL players to do a touchdown celebration. A trendsetter. Um, I think he just deserves some attention, not just because of the nickname. Uh, it makes sense, right? We're doing this white uh, NFL draft, but uh, also because like he started the entertainment thing uh, in the mm-hmm. end zone. So we love all of that.
1: I remember my dad talking about this dude when I was younger, right? Because when I played football, I was like, oh, I want to get red shoes or black shoes you know black shoes or something like that like these the cleats and he's like no you got to get colored ones because you'll look faster he's like let me tell you about billy white's shoes johnson right playing for the houston oilers he catch bombs but he looked so much faster than everybody because he was the only one wearing white shoes so it looked like it was a blur across the bottom of the field or whatever like that and it just got into people's heads so he was a lot more open than he should have been because they were concerned about his speed that he didn't really have but it was because of the visual representation of his feet. <sighs> honorable mentions, probably not for you. Um, I will go with my honorable mentions. I did put Christian McCaffrey just because I was like, you know, whatever. Um, he's the greatest white running back of all time outside of Peyton Hillis. Probably. Um, I did have. <laughs> I did have Tom Rathman there, uh, backup running back for the Niners. He took over from Roger Craig. Um, in that late '80s run, and ended up, you know, carrying the team on his back. But they had that Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, everything. He was a big part, piece of that. Everybody loved John Rathman. We got Dick LeBeau, one of the only two two white defensive backs that are in the Hall of Fame um, as a player. Dick LeBeau. Is he like, still
0: a defensive coordinator in the league?
1: I don't know. I, I know he got. I know he got shit can from uh, Pittsburgh. Yep. And you know, I don't know. He's probably actually smoking like a pack of cigarettes, two packs of cigarettes a day. So that goes with his face. Um, drinking Miller Lights or Miller oh, Highlights. Yeah. 100%. Definitely Highlights from the bottle. Uh, Mike Dick uh, at a tight end and John Riggins, running back for the Washington. Then Redskins. So, you know, you had to put a Redskin in there. Thanksgiving's coming up. <laughs> so <laughs> a white guy who's a Redskin Thanksgiving. You got any honorable mentions or not?
0: No, I ran out of people with a last name White. That's why I had had to switch to someone with a nickname with the word White in it.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so good. All right, so to wrap up, and uh, what do you call that? Uh, What do you call it when you – oh, you recap the draft or whatever it is, right? Recap it. Uh, Tony's got a bunch of black dudes named White, Randy White, Reggie White, Tredavious White, Sammy White, Billy White Shoes, Johnson. That's got to I'm I'm smoked on this. I got Jason Seahorn, Grunk, Pat McAfee, Adam Vinatieri, and Joe Thomas. I better win this.
0: And you need I'm to, not gonna win it because you, you need to work on the details of your your drafts because you left so much open for me.
1: Yeah. That's why I do. like that's why I like being on the show with you, Tony. Right? It's like you never know what you're gonna get, but it's it's racy, it goes, and it gets the people going. That's what he it does. is, right? like it, it's here for the contrasts or- and
0: randy white i got a little diversity in there randy is caucasian so there's mm-hmm. that he's probably
1: had some black in him so it doesn't count but anyways rants and raves tony you got a rant and rave coming into this i week.
0: i got a rave uh i'm gonna rave oh, nice about the uh the ball club there in philadelphia the uh the philadelphia phillies mm-hmm. they are up 7-0 on the cheating astros it's the top of the eight they're hitting bombs in this game I think I saw like four or five off McCullers. uh oh, It's beautiful. Beautiful. And I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cal- <laughs> Cal Bell, I like it. And I forget what David's bet is. I think he's like, he's standing to make like a grand or something, a G, yep. right? Or two Gs or something like that. So let's go. I, I'm on board with yeah. the Phillies for multiple reasons.
1: Fuck yeah. I don't really care for Bryce Harper, but, um,
0: yeah. I'm looking forward to the destruction. If they do win the World Series, it's going to take place in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, hope I, they... saw, I saw a tweet of someone, like, they were filming a, a crew during the NLCS. It was, like, the game before they clinched. They were, like, they had rollers. I thought they were painting the street poles, but they were, like, greasing them up, I guess yeah i I guess guess philly Philly fans they climb them and they just destroy stuff or something like that i was like oh man that's 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 my kind of fan right there
1: maybe they'll tear down the football stadium so that the philadelphia eagles don't have to play the niners and they just cancel this season so that matt can have some excuse on why his team did not beat the niners so Mm. because the niners are going to smoke those dudes do you think so oh the niners are the best team in the nfl it's there's no doubt about it jimmy Gropp i told you jimmy Garoppolo is going to fuck around and win a super bowl this year and they're going to be stuck like oh what do we do that's cool. nobody you- in this organization other than john lynch likes trey lance or things that trey lance should be there they all can want you- jimmy garoppolo
0: can you tweet some of this some of these takes
1: hmm? i'll tweet them yeah okay. so you can go remind me of this in 365 well, yeah,
0: days remind, <laughs> remind me of this and whatever and then also i'm sending them to that uh, that twitter account. fantasy receipts or whatever it's called
1: yep 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 yep. (sighs) anyways i got a rant earlier today i went to mcdonald's drive-through because i was coming home and i didn't want to cook and i was tired so i wanted to take a nap and mostly tired because i drank a full bottle of wine at your house yesterday for all (laughs) the way within about an hour and a half so uh, within yeah about an hour and a half so um and for the listeners out there, a bottle of wine equals two solo cups, so it's really not a lot. Okay, it's like two beers essentially. I'm,
0: but wine is wine's not like beer though. Wine's what, twelve, thirteen, fourteen percent or more? Uh, it was like a thick Al- beer. The alcohol content's up there though.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. You can't just drink wine out of glasses with a couple ounces. That's not what football is about. And then we were watching by night football trick-or-treating, right? Anyways, I went to McDonald's and I get myself a Diet Cola. I'm a big fan of the Diet Cola, light ice, right? So I do that. Boom. McDonald's got the best Diet Coke because they got this special recipe that nobody else has, right? It's supposed to be that. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Places that serve fountain drinks. Do not ever clean the little spigot thingies well enough. And this fucking McDonald's, I know that they don't pay attention to which ones they were on. So if you're not going to clean it correctly, you need to put it back on the one that you took it off of. Because I'm over here tasting orange high C with my freaking Diet Coke because I can tell that they switched the spigot thingy, right? And another thing is other fast food places. God damn, I got burps. There's other fast food places that have that all in one machine, right? Where you can get every flavor or whatever no. like that. Everything tastes like purple Fanta. The whole damn thing tastes like Purple Fanta. You can't get any other flavor because it's so caked in there because they don't wash the shit. Whenever I see a place that has one of those things, like like Five Guys has one of those, right? Yes, I have Five Guys money. Like I mean, after the you know, the check comes in and all that kind of stuff. It's not like I got it all the time, right? Like once a month. But you go to five guys i hate it because i just never want to order a drink i'll just go down to like the circle k get me a polar pot for 99 cents 64 ounce or be good to go right but i'm yeah. paying the same amount for fries and a burger at that place then i would be with a drink as well but clean the goddamn things correctly or just put them back on the on the one that it is because i'm tired of tasting my diet cola and knowing that there's something else there because you didn't clean it and it's just like this three years worth of residue of orange high sea sprite or dr pepper mixed in there and it's fucking terrible
0: those are flavor crystals they're trying to enhance the flavor do you Your think that if mcdonald's
1: if mcdonald's workers made 25 dollars an hour that they would clean the fucking spigots correctly
0: i honestly i think it's like a management thing a leadership thing because like you look at in and out or chick-fil-a like they're run by like upstanding individuals, right? Like they pick and mm-hmm. choose who opens those franchises and kind of who runs them. Right. They're, they're real thorough about their training. They do pay their employees pretty well uh, uh, too, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just that like they McDonald's, some of these other fast food chains, like they don't invest anything in their training, their leadership. They don't vet people. They're like, you want to open a franchise? Be my guest.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just really bugs me. Anyways, Go check out tony's podcast the 58 west king podcast That's available on all platforms out there wherever you are listening to this you probably can listen to that just scroll down click the link you'll get yourself there subscribe to that thing leave a review on apple or spotify you can leave reviews now too as well yep. and maybe he'll read them out on the show um hey go ahead and you know leave a comment and leave a review i don't care if it sucks you can leave one star you can leave three stars four stars two stars no stars you can write if i could give this thing negative stars i would i don't care i'll shout you out i'll read it on the next show but go check that out it's super fun i was on the last one go check that out see the intro right and then you can check out terrence's podcast the 58 or not the 58 west king the whiskey flick podcast where they talk about movies all things about the movies up down left right ab ab select start and drink whiskey while they're doing it and talk about the whiskey soup. it's pretty fun also, uh, 20, like
0: 2024, I think uh, August 2024, there's going to be an episode with Nate and I where we talk about uh, Friday Night Lights.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. A couple, um, couple
0: more years. We're, we're going to have that thing.
1: I think we're waiting for the an- 23rd year anniversary of the movie to come out for the episode to drop. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it is, and that's because Christian McCaffrey wears 23 for the 49ers, and yeah, we're okay. talking about Christian McCaffrey and the great, the great white hypes of the NFL, but – anyways go check out those podcasts tony you got anything before the people before we get out of here nope thanks for listening yeah thanks for supporting nate he thanks for it. yeah thanks for being my wonder Brawl or my bvds um you remember bvds those tidy whities called bvds i don't know mm-hmm. we couldn't afford for the loom so anyways everything about this episode was about whites and tony do you know that the the word hump right you know the word hump You know what hump is a synonym for? Uh, No, I don't. Hump is also a synonym for things like lumps, bumps, bruises, uh, pain, essentially, right?
0: All of those things sound lovely.
1: All those things sound like your life over the last three weeks of having to podcast and bet with me, right? So there's that. But, anyways, I went to Spotify and I looked, I typed in white songs, right? White people music there are Spotify playlists that say like uh, white songs that are black verified. Right. And it's like all these songs <laughs> by white people that are black verified. And then there's one that says uh, white people bangers. Right. So I scroll down white people bangers. Right. And I'm scrolling on my like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, Oh shoot, there's this song. And so this is a song I picked, but it also released in 2005, which is the last time that an NFL player had, thrown a pass caught a pass and rushed for a pass in latinian thompson like christian mccaffrey the white guy who plays in the nfl he's the best white player in the nfl guaranteed and it is my humps by the black eyed peas it is a song that white people cannot help but sing or dance to anywhere they are at that's a show i'm nate for tony love you bye
0: love you bye next week we got sweet caroline there we go thank you (laughs)
2: Gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk. I'ma get, get 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 you drunk, get you love drunk off my hump. My hump, 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 my hump. My lovely little lumps. Check it out. I drop these brothers crazy. I do it on the day. Look, they treat me really nicely. They buy me all these ices. Don't cheat and I say no, but they keep giving. So I keep on taking, and no, I ain't taking. We can keep on taking, I keep on demonstrating my love. No. Check it out. I met a girl down at the disco. She said, hey, 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 yeah, let's go. I could be your baby. You could be my honey. And let's spend time, not money. And mix your milk with my cocoa pup. Milky, milky, cocoa. Mix your milk with my cocoa pup. Milky, milky, right? It's No no drama no, no 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 drama so don't pull on my hand boy you ain't my man boy i'm just trying to dance boy and move my heart my heart my heart my heart my heart my heart What you do with all that junk, all that junk inside that trunk? I'ma get, 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 get you drunk, get you love drunk off this time. What you gonna do with all that breasts, all that breasts inside that shirt? I'ma make, 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 make you work, make you work, work, make you work.